Pastor Lau and Pastor Dala Hapasit would like to welcome you to the following message from New Hope International Church in Seattle, Washington. Here is Pastor Lau's anointed teaching that will change your life with love, hope, and peace in Jesus Christ. And now, Pastor Lau. I'm so thirsty. How many people want the Word of God? Amen. The Bible is a treasure. The more we know the Word in the Bible here, the more we can have victory and we can live a life of productivity and effectiveness and fruitfulness because the principle of God gives us success. Therefore, we need to know the Bible and we need to practice the Bible. I promised God since I was a young believer that I would not be just a hearer of the Word of God. I want to practice everything He says in the Bible. I want to be obedient to the Word. And then one day I read the Scripture. Those who listen to the voice of the Lord their God and practice what they learn shall be blessed. And that's what is my experience. When I obey the Word of God, I am blessed. So, I encourage you not to be just a hearer of the word, but being a doer of the word. Tonight, I would like to talk about the ministry of Jesus Christ. If you study from the Old Testament, the book of Genesis, to the book of Matthew, the first book of the New Testament, and you look at all the anointed servants of God, either David, Joshua, Moses, Abraham, or Elijah, Elisha, all these prophets and servants of God, they did so many marvelous things. They did healing, they performed healing, they prophesied, they performed miracles of provision and supernatural things like calling the rain and stop the rain, all this stuff. But one thing that this servant of God never did, but Jesus started to present this ministry into the world. is the ministry of deliverance. Deliverance means casting out demons. You never see casting out demons in other ministers in the Old Testament. Jesus started and Jesus said, you go likewise, do the same thing. He said, you go and cast out demons. So, in order to know how to cast demon out, we need to l- learn from the master. We need to learn how he did it, and we follow his footsteps. He said in the Bible, the work that he did, we shall do also. And greater work than this, we shall do. In other words, if he cast out demon, we'll cast out demons too. And we're going to cast out demon even more than him in this generation, because at that time, only a, maybe a few 10,000 people in that generation, but now we have billions of people around the world. We need to do more casting out demons than his generation. Before I go on to talk about Jesus' ministry of deliverance, I want to say one thing, talking about yourself, you and me. The Bible says that we are the temple of the Holy Spirit. In the Old Testament time, they built a temple. They built a tabernacle, and they put the Ark of the Covenant inside the room. The Ark of the Covenant was the place where the tangible 
presence of God, or in other words, the glory. The word the glory in Hebrew language is the word kabod. Kabod means heavy, thick presence of God. Yes, God is everywhere, but the thick presence of God is not everywhere. But in that inner room where the Ark of the Covenant was placed, the thick presence of God was there. And now God called all of us the temple of the Holy Spirit. In other words, we should welcome the glory, the thick presence of God. Not just a little bit of Holy Spirit, but we welcome thick Holy Spirit inside our life and on our life. So as a believer, we have the job, we have the responsibility, and we should have a desire to learn how to host, learn how to welcome, and keep the glory of the Lord inside us all the time. Today, all day long, even in my clinic, I feel the presence of God very strong on my body all day long. I drove here. I feel the presence of God all the time. I want, I desire to be the temple that usher and host the glory of the Lord. And I pray that you all will have that desire. We're going to learn one of these days. This is not a teaching tonight. How to host the glory in our life. How many people want to know how to host the glory? I will teach one of these days. Okay, how to host the glory. Because not every generation know how to host the glory, and some of them even make mistakes and died. One time, they were carrying the Ark of the Covenant on the new cart. And what happened? The man who touched the Ark dropped dead. They died. In the New Testament, in the book of Acts, a couple lied to the Holy Spirit that dropped dead in front of the apostle. Because they despised and they did not honor the glory of the Lord in that generation. So we need to honor the glory. And when the glory is with us, we're going to be like the house of Obed-Edom, the Kittite. We're going to be blessed. The presence of God is there to bless us. So we should desire to fill our life with the glory. But at the same time, we are the gatekeeper. We need to learn how to get rid of opposite spirit. The glory, the Holy Spirit is the spirit of God from heaven. But there are evil spirits on earth we call demons that try to come and dwell on the inside of us, in the church, in the home, in our family. As believers, we need to know how to protect ourselves from having the attack of the enemy or come in to dwell on the inside of us, in our children, in our church, and in our home. And at the same time, we need to learn how to get rid of them. Jesus gave us the example in the Bible. One day he walked into the temple and he saw many tables that people were making monies and using God's name to do their own business to make money. The Bible called money changers. Jesus was very upset. He had a holy anger because they despised the temple of God. Jesus 
with his holy anger, turn the table over and chase all these money changers out of the temple. They were in the outer court, the money changers. This is the picture of our own life. We are the temple, and sometimes, unknowingly or by our own decision. We cater and we host and welcome money changers in our life, which are evil spirits. Some of us may love monies. Our money changers may be something else, like uh, the spirit of loving money, the spirit of fear, the spirit of anxiety, the spirit of doubt, the spirit that against the anointing, against the Holy Spirit, the spirit of selfishness. We welcome them and we host them on the inside of us at the same time, just like in the temple in the time of Jesus Christ. Now, as believers, we need to learn how to get rid of this. Definitely, repentance is important. We need to repent. We don't need to agree with them. Two, we're gonna have to cast them out if they don't want to go easily. We need to get rid of them. Sometimes we need to help somebody in the church or our friend. Who need deliverance to get rid of all this evil spirit? And we're going to look at the life of Jesus together tonight. How Jesus dealt with demons. Let's look at Mark chapter nine, verse twenty-one and twenty-three first. So he, mean Jesus, asked his father, the father of a man of a boy who was demon possessed. How long has this been happening to him? And he said. From childhood, can demon possess or attack children, even from the womb? Yes, demon can attack a baby. The baby was born with demon on the inside of them, especially in the home that parents are committing a lot of sins. So therefore, demons can be with children from their childhood. And often he has thrown him both into the fire and into the water to destroy him. The enemy comes to kill, to steal, and to destroy. In this case, evil spirit tried to throw this young boy into the fire to kill him. In today's situation, maybe different way. Maybe get that young person to get involved with pornography or get involved with. Drug addiction, or bad friends, or try to, or maybe don't want to go to school anymore and no education, just quit the school. So they have many ways to destroy people. But if you can do anything, the father say, if you can do anything, have compassion on us. Everyone say compassion. God, actually, we don't deserve the help of God because we all are. Rebellious people by nature, until we repent and say, "God, I need your compassion." We repent. Okay, we need compassion and help us. Jesus said to him, "If you can believe, who believe? Who can believe? The Father. The Father believes. All things are possible to him who believes." So from this passage of the scripture, we learn a principle here. We learn that children cannot help themselves; they may not know God enough. 
They may not have enough faith for themselves. Children need deliverance. Who can exercise faith for the children? The answer is their own parents. The the parents have the responsibility to exercise faith and bring their children to Jesus. Bring their children to church. Bring their children to the pastor, to the prayer line, and get set free from demons and from evil spirit. So the parents have a responsibility, and Jesus required that the parents must exercise the faith, their own faith, for their own children. Therefore, for me, I will, I want to do the same thing like Jesus. If any. Ch- Child, come to me and ask me to pray for without a parents around for deliverance. I will say, could you please go and get your dad and your mom here, because I want them to exercise faith for you. And not only that, the reason we need to do that because we want to make sure that the parents yield to God. This is the truth of life. Problem children come from problem home. Problem children grow up with problem parents. If parents love gambling, quarreling, shouting, cheating, doing bad stuff, evil spirit in that home gonna pass be passed into the children, and the children gonna do the same thing. We call generational curses. If the dad is very uh, Don Juan. Love to do thing with women and have many many women in life. The son gonna do the same thing because the same demon will follow the son. And this is why I'm talking to adult right now. I'm not talking to children. This is why brothers and sisters is if you are parents or you're gonna be parents in the future, you have the privilege and honor to feed. Your kids to protect, to give place to sleep, give education, to help them, to teach them, and to train them. Not only physically, but you have the responsibility to help your children, minister to your children spiritually. You need to make commitment with God. Every Sunday, I'm going to show up in the church. No if and or but. I and my wife and my children gonna be in the church. If your children say no, you say then no food. As long as you're under my roof, no cell phone. I'm gonna take away from you. As long as you are under my roof and you eat the food that I provide for you on the table, you must come to church with me. Period. No exception because you have the job to bring your children into the presence of God. You need to live a holy life. Don't play game with God, because any time you start to play game with God and start to get involved in sin, you are open the door. You're opening the door for demon to come and attack your children. My job as a dad, Pastor Lau, is to protect my wife and my children from the attack of the enemy. It's my primary responsibility, not my pastor. My responsibility. And you, parents, you have the primary responsibility 
to protect your children and to bring your children to the presence of God and to be set free from any form of evil spirit. Amen. And you need to grow up in your faith. Today we have high technology. You can listen to the teaching. Faith comes by hearing and hearing of the word of God. You can listen to in the podcast, in the internet, YouTube, everywhere. You can listen all day long to build your faith so that your faith will grow enough to be able to pray for your children, be able to say, devil, get out of here. You cannot touch my money. You cannot touch my body. You cannot touch my health. You cannot touch my business. We need to do that job. Amen? So we need to have that kind of mindset. I am the gatekeeper of my own house. And when you see your children have problem, you're the one who's going to exercise faith. You can, when they lie down at, the, at your house, you can lay hand on them and say, Devil, get out of here. I exercise my faith for my children. Or sometimes you can bring them to the altar call and say, Pastor, pray for my child. You can pray for them yourself too because you have the Holy Spirit too. You don't need to wait for me to cast demons out of your children. You can pray for them, but if you feel that you don't have enough faith to do it yourself, you can join faith with the pastor and the pastor pray for your children with you. But the parents need to come along to see the deliverance of the child. Amen? Remember this? Problem parents produce problem children. That's why you must be holy and take serious about walking with God. Otherwise, your children are going to backslide and get into trouble. It's your responsibility. Mark chapter 7, 25 to 30. For a woman whose young daughter had an unclean spirit. A young daughter have unclean spirit. Let me ask one more time. Can children have demons? Yes. Heard about Jesus. She came and fell at his feet. She came with humility. She's hungry. My brother and sister, if you read the Bible carefully, everyone who received help from Jesus came to Jesus. They initiated. They pressed in to meet God. Amen? Tonight, you press in. You come to church. You don't stay home watching TV and ask God, oh, you can do whatever you want here. No, you need to press in. You need to come to the presence of God, like in the New Testament here. The woman was a Greek, a Syrophoenician by birth, and she kept asking him to cast the demon out of her daughter. Well, this Greek woman, no, spiritual thing. She knew that her daughter had an unclean spirit. But Jesus said to her, let the children be filled first. The children mean the Jews. Because Jesus came through the family line of King David and Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. For it is not good to take the children's bread. What is the children's bread here? Deliverance. Mercy of God. And throw it to the little dogs. Wow. He offended her. Big time. She called her dogs, brother and sister. Sometimes you may feel offended in the church. This woman was very wise. She did not walk away. She did not say, you call me dog? You know, I'm a rich woman. I have PhD, and you call me dogs. Bye-bye. And she's going to miss the miracle. 
Brother, sister, sometimes the sermon may offend you, may make you feel uncomfortable. It's your choice now whether you're going to press in or you're going to walk away from the way of God or the compassion of God. And she answered and said to him, "Yet, Lord, wow, he, she called him Lord. Some of you may call him, hey, guy, why do you call me dog? Get out of here. Yet even the little dogs under the table, she was so humble. Eat from the children's crumbs. Then he said to her, wow, now he saw this woman really humble. This woman mean business. She really wanted the deliverance so badly. Now he detected her faith. She asked deliverance. She exercised her faith for her daughter. For this saying, go your way, and the demon had gone out of your daughter. Wow, I like to be this kind of minister. When people come to me, go home, it's healed, done. I don't need to drive there. I don't need to fly there. It's done. My faith just fly to that city. Sometimes I get the YouTube, people write to me on the YouTube. Could you pray for me? I have a problem. And when I write back, I, in the name of Jesus, and I was thinking about Jesus in this story, oh, something happened in that city even though I didn't fly there. So I want to have that kind of faith. Just speak it. Something happened already. And when she had come to her house, she found the demon gone out and her daughter lying on the bed. You see again, this is the second incident that the parents have to exercise faith for the children who have demon attack or demon possess. Amen? Without the faith of the parents, it's very unbiblical to cast demons out from children. So that's why you need to keep bringing your children to church, get into the prayer line, and pray for them, exercise your faith, lay hand on them at your house, and live a holy life so that you will be the temple that filled with the glory, and the glory in your life will touch them and clean up your house as a gatekeeper. So that's what we learn from this scripture, how Jesus cast out demons. Look at Matthew 8:16. When evening had come, they brought to him many who were demon-possessed, many. And he cast out the spirits with a word. He was so powerful. He did not have to say much. Go, get out of here. He just said quickly and healed all who were sick. Mark chapter 1, verse 39. And he was preaching in their synagogues throughout all Galilee and casting out demon. Where did Jesus cast out demon? He cast out demon in the synagogue. He did not go to just marketplace. If you study the Bible carefully, you notice that people who came, most people who came to Jesus for deliverance, again, the word deliverance means casting out demons, were the orthodox religious Jews. What does it mean? They practiced Judaism. They knew the Old Testament. They knew that they should not worship idols. They knew that witchcraft, sorcery, fortune-telling are abomination in the eyes of God. 
these people went to the synagogue on a regular basis, on the Sabbath day, starting from Friday night to Saturday night. They went to the synagogue. They were committed Jewish people, the people who we call Orthodox Jews. They committed to Jehovah. These people, when you look outside, they look decent, normal, and respectable. They ran their business. They walked on the street. They did their farm. Most of them were not criminals, insane, or lunatics. They were regular people compared to today. Businessmen, businesswomen, secretary, nurses, doctor, who gone to church every Sunday. Definitely, for the Orthodox Jews, it's easy for them to say, "Yeah, the heathens, the Gentiles worship idols." Therefore, they had a lot of demons. It's so easy. It's so easy for American people to say, "Yeah, Thai people have a lot of demons." It's easy for the English people, British people, to say, "Yeah, American. Oh, look at that movie. They have a lot of demons." It's easy for the French to say, "Oh, American men and women have a lot of demons." But do you know, demons are everywhere, not just in Thailand, not just in Indonesia, in America too. And demons are in the people who look seemingly normal. I myself, in 1997, is that right? Let me think that year, 1997. I started to be a pastor in 1983. No, 83 in Thailand. I began pastor already preaching. 1983. I came here. I started the church in 1988, and I had a lot of spiritual problem as a pastor. Until 1997, I went to a revival service. All the room filled with ministers, pastor, and evangelists and teachers in the body of Christ. About this size room, the evangelist say, "Stand up." He waved his hand. Fire. The fire of God hit me. I was in the third row. I fell on the ground. It's so strong. Hit me. Under the chair, I was under the chair. I'm small, so I can I could get under the chair. I was delivered. Demons came out of me for half an hour, nonstop. And the preacher just ignore me all the time. He just keep preaching. The demon come out of me. I just cough and scream. And I, I, on that day, I did not know that I was delivered by Jesus by the fire of God. But now I look back. Oh, that day, God delivered me from a lot of demons. And I was a pastor. I was a neurosurgeon. I had good reputation in Seattle. I look like a normal person. But a lot of demons were in me, and God set me free that day. So we learn from this lesson that you don't need to be a lunatic, you don't need to be insane, or in the psychiatric hospital, or you are criminals to have deliverance. Regular normal people like you and me need deliverance. Because there are so many kinds of demons. Yes, the criminal have demon of 
killing and hatred and can pull the knife and stab people without any feeling at all. That is killing demon. Yes, people who drove the airplane into the double tower, you look at their face, you can see clearly they have demons. They can kill hundreds of people on the plane. But there are other demons too. Demon of uh, drunkenness, pornography, gambling, loving money, cancer, arthritis, demons of heart disease, all kinds of demons, not just only criminal or dead or killing people. So the more you get rid of this thing, the better for you to be healthy, to be strong. Amen? Demons of accident. One pastor in Thailand told me that why this pastor was driving on the street. God gave her a vision to see a demon behind a man on the motorcycle. And she's, this pastor saw the demon pull this person down on the ground. And the motorcycle fell down and all of them, uh, both of them on the motorcycle were injured. So that accident was caused by demons pulling the motorcycle down. I have so many patients that five years ago, car accident. Two years ago, car accident again. One year ago, another car accident. Actually, I just saw one today. Car accident in year 2012. I operate on the neck. Get well. A few days ago, another car accident. Now, more neck problem. Why keep having car accident? There's something in the spiritual realm that happened to this man. That's why it's safer to get rid of anything that is not, should not be there in your life. Amen? Hallelujah. A lot of people have wrong idea about demonology and deliverance. They are so fearful of demons. They're so, so full of superstitious. They may say this way, look at that woman. Oh, that woman, you know, the pastor just cast out 10 demons out of her. Don't get close to her because it can be catching. That should not be the idea of believers who know the Bible. We don't need to be afraid of demons. We not, should not look at d- deliverance and de- demon just like a something superstitious and oh, so fearful. Maybe I compare to you this way. Every week I operated about six to eight patients a week. And when they went to the hospital, they have to go through some undignified situation to get the surgery. Shave the hair, put the tube in the throat, become a little bit naked on the table because we have to clean up. And if the thing that to be operated by surgeon is something superstitious, something bad, they would not show up in the hospital. But why people show up? Today, I have one lady came to me from Eastern Washington. You must operate on me. Please, Dr. Lau. She wants surgery so badly. Why don't we think the same way with deliverance? Pastor, get them out of me. 
I need the operation instead of ooh, superstitious. Oh, oh, lay hand, the fire. You need to look at the medical treatment in the hospital the same way in the church we do spiritual treatment. You should not be ashamed of it. You should not look at it as something scary or fearful. You should say, do it. Fix it. I need it. I need to be healthy. I need to be strong. I need to be blessed. I don't want demons in my life. You need to look this way. That's why we need to teach the Bible. Amen. To see, have different perspective. Mark chapter 5, verses 8 to 21. Maybe I read a little bit and jump to another scripture. For he said to him, come out of the man unclean spirit. Then he asked him, what is your name? And he answered saying, my name is Legion, for we are many. Can thousands or hundreds of demons be in one person? Yes. Legion means a big troop of soldiers. Also, he begged him earnestly that he would not send them out of the country. Now a large herd of swine was feeding there near the mountains. So all the demons begged him, saying, send us to the swine, that we may enter them. And at once Jesus gave them permission. Do you know why Jesus gave them permission? Not because Jesus was a Jew and he hated swine or pig. Because he did not want to have a big battle between demon and this man. He didn't want to fight. He just said, okay, go for it. So that the man would be delivered easily. Not, no, not much battle inside him. Then the unclean spirits went out and entered the swine. There were about 2,000. Wow, this man has thousands of demons inside him. And the herd ran violently down the steep place into the sea and drowned in the sea. So those who fed the swine fled, and they tore it in the city and in the country. And they went out to see what it was that had happened. They came to Jesus and saw the one who had been demon-possessed and had the legion of demons, sitting and clothed and in his right mind, and they were afraid. And those who saw it told them how it happened to him who had been demon-possessed and about the swine. Then they began to plead with Jesus to depart from their regions. And when he got into the boat, he who had been demon-possessed begged him that he might be with him. However, Jesus did not permit him, but said to him, Go home to your friends and tell them what great things the Lord has done for you and how he had compassion on you. Everyone say compassion. Second time, the word compassion about deliverance. And he departed and began to proclaim in Decapolis. Decapolis means ten city. There are ten city there. All that Jesus had done for him, and all marveled. Now when Jesus had crossed over again by boat to the other side, a great multitude gathered to him, and he was by the sea. What we learn from this story, two things. Number one, there are two kinds of people on earth here. The first group of people, they always think about their own benefit, their own comfort zone, their own religious mindset or doctrine. So when they saw Jesus cast demon out and saw the man got healed, got delivered, instead of being happy, they got upset. Get out of here. 
The same thing in the local church like this. Believe me, when I began to cast out demons, some people gonna look at me. This guy is crazy. He's very crazy. Wow, the carpet gonna get dirty. Wow, it's too loud. I want a very quiet, good service. Don't make too much noise here. I want an easy one-hour service. Come in, sing three songs, three hymns, three her, preaching five minutes, and then go home. Don't bother me, okay? I want to re- go home to watch the football game. Get out of here, this pastor. You're too much. You're too strong. That's what happened to these Jewish people. They hate Jesus. Think about this. Would you be happy? You saw a man who suffered for many years by thousands of demons, could not work, could not have good mind, could not function, and within a few minutes, the man got totally turned around and started to work. You should jump up and down and say, Thank God, hallelujah, Jesus, come to my home. I need you too. But what did they do? Get out of here. The same thing in the church. Sometimes pastors spend time praying for people. And people look at the clock. Wow, this service is too long. Wow, what are you doing? Hurry up, I need to go eat lunch. Instead of looking another way, thank God, that woman is sick. And now, demon come out and she's going to be healed. Oh, thank God, that person is in a big debt. Now, demon of Financial problem, get out, and she's going to be fine. We should be rejoicing to see people get set free. Is that right? Instead of complaining and criticizing. Not only that, Jesus said, after you get set free, don't keep it in your own book. Go and tell your friends. Should we be ashamed to tell people that God set me free from demon? You know, this... Teaching going to go YouTube, and some of people in, um, in Seattle going to watch this YouTube. And Dr. Lau, this neurosurgeon in Bellevue, have demon possessed, and demon cast out from him in the year 1997. Ooh, should I be ashamed to witness that God set me free? Should we tell people around the world? God is real, and he set me free. I become a new man now, because demons come out of me. Should we be like that? We should witness. He told this man, don't follow me, go back to your city, and tell people in that ten city about your deliverance. Wow. Look at Luke chapter 8, verses 1 to 3. Now it came to pass afterward, that he went through every city and village, preaching and bringing the glad tidings of the kingdom of God. And the twelve were with him. And certain women who had been healed of evil spirit and infirmities, Mary called Magdalene, out of whom had come seven demons. Joanna, the wife of Chusa, Herod's Stuart, and Susanna and many others who provided for him from their substances. Did Jesus lack money? No. Jesus had more than enough money to even feed the poor. It means that somebody really 
took care of him financially. Who did offering to Jesus? These women. These women have a generous heart. They give money to Jesus everywhere and help Jesus to be able to do the ministry. And the Bible even mentioned the name of these women, and one of them, Mary, called Magdalene. Look at Mark chapter 16, verse 9. Look at how the Bible labeled this woman who provide money for Jesus. Very prestigious woman. Very honorable woman. How the Bible labeled her. Now when he, arose, he rose early on the first day of the week, Jesus came back to life. He was resurrected. He appeared first to Mary Magdalene, out of whom he had cast seven demons. How did the Bible label Mary Magdalene? A woman whom seven demons were cast out by Jesus. Wow, what an honor. If somebody called you, lady so-and-so, oh, you are the lady who has 100 demons cast out in your church. Are you going to be ashamed? Or you say, hallelujah. Praise God. You see how Jesus honored this woman who helped him financially, giving, offering all the time. She was the first one who saw the resurrection. Jesus honored this woman who humbled herself to be set free from demons and also gave offering to Jesus. Brother and sister, I want God to honor me like that too. I want to be humble, to admit that I need deliverance. And I want to provide for the ministry of God. I want to be the giver. I want to use my substance to preach the gospel. Amen? I want to tell you the truth from my heart. I have to reason that it's very hard for me to quit my medical job. Patients ask me every day now, every day in my clinic, are you going to be retired? Please don't be retired. I need you. Today, two persons talk to me. Please don't be retired soon. I need you. Are you going to retire? Do you know the re two reasons that I have a hard time retiring from medical work? Because number one, Society needs good neurosurgeon. It's hard to walk away. Two, because I don't want to take money from the church. I want to be the giver. I don't want to come in and take salary. I want to be the one who write the check and give to the church. I want to be the person who provides substances to the ministry of Jesus Christ. Just one day, I need to quit because I'm getting older. I cannot do two jobs that long. When I quit, definitely the church needs to take care of me because I built this church from 20-something years ago, never get any salary here. So the church needs to take care of me. But in my heart, I want to be a giver, like Mary Magdalene. And I'm not ashamed to announce that demons came out of me. Amen? Amen. The first witness of Christ's resurrection was Mary Magdalene, out of whom Jesus had cast seven demons. What an honorable label here. Now, I'm going to read many scripture and end this sermon. Matthew 10, 1 and 8. 
And when he had called his twelve disciples to him, he gave them power over unclean spirits to cast them out and to heal all kinds of sickness and all kinds of disease. I want this scripture to belong to me. All kinds of sickness and disease. Cast them out. Cast demon out. Heal the sick. Cleanse the lepers. Raise the dead. Cast out demon. Freely you have received. Freely give. Jesus sent the disciple out to preach the gospel, and he did not just say go preach the gospel. He said preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast out demons. Luke ten, seventeen. Then the seventy returned with joy, saying, "Lord, even the demons are subject to us in your name." What happened? The seventy disciple went out to preach the gospel and also cast out. Demons. Jesus never sent anybody out to preach the gospel without commissioning them to cast out demons. Also, how many churches today preach the gospel and cast out demons in America? Did they do what Jesus said? Mark chapter three, thirteen to fifteen, and he went up on the mountain and called to him those he himself wanted. And they came to him. Then he appointed twelve that they might be with him, and that they might send them out to preach, preach the gospel, preach the word, and to have power to heal sicknesses and to cast out demons. Not only to preach, but to heal the sick and to cast out demons. Again, Mark chapter six, twelve to thirteen. So they went out and preached the. That people should repent, and they cast out many demons and anointed with oil many who were sick and healed them. The disciple went out, preached the gospel, asked people to repent, cast many demons out, and heal the sick. Should we do the same thing today in this generation? Mark chapter sixteen, fifteen to eighteen, and he said to them, "Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature." He who believes and is baptized will be saved, but he who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will have a coffee stand, latte stand, and they're gonna have nice cookie jar at the front of the church, and they're gonna have a lot of entertainment in the church to make people happy. Is that right? What is the first command for people who went out to preach the gospel? In my name, they will cast out demons, and they will speak with new tongues, and they will take up serpents. And if they drink anything deadly, it will be by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. Again, preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast out demons, are the command that Jesus gave to everybody who want to expand the kingdom of God. We need to learn how to cast out demons. We need to have the anointing to cast out demons. We should not be afraid of demons. We need to learn how to deal with them. You need to learn how to pray for your children. Lay hand on your children. When your friend came to your home, have trouble, and you know this is demon, you need to know how to cast them out. Amen. Not just only pass aloud. Everyone needs to know how to cast out demons and know how to preach the gospel. 
every city I went, either European country or Thailand or any place I'm gonna go to, New Zealand need deliverance too. So when I go to New Zealand, Auckland, this January, I gonna cast out demons in a meeting. I'm not afraid. People may not like me. That's okay, because this is the command of Jesus. Amen. In Switzerland, all the Swiss man look at me. He casts out demons. Who cares? I'm gonna cast out demons. Amen. Because that is the command of Jesus. Preach the gospel, heal the sick, cast out demons, receive the anointing to go out to help people. Amen. Hallelujah. Now tonight, some of you will receive the glory, so that you can bring the glory out to help people. Some of you may need to have a clean up condition. You need to clean yourself up, so that certain demons cannot attack you anymore. Some of you may need both. Amen. You need to come to Jesus and ask by faith. You need to humble yourself and say, "I need help." Jesus said, "The patients who don't think they need the doctors will not go to see the doctors." This is one of the lies of the enemy in the medical field. Oh, I don't like doctor. I don't need to see doctors. I don't need to have physical checkup. You know why people think that way? Because they are afraid that the doctor will find something wrong and they need to go through treatments. They are living in fear. In fact, we need to have a physical checkup. If you're above 55 years old, you need to have colonoscopy. If it's negative, every 10 years. Why? Because colon cancer can be cured if you detect it as a small piece in the colon. You can be totally cured. Woman at certain age, I don't know the age. I'm not a general surgeon. Need to have mammogram every year because if you detect If breast cancer, you can cure it right away. It's good to have physical checkup. Check your blood sugar. Is it too high? Cholesterol. You need to confront with the reality and deal with it instead of hiding yourself. The same thing in the church. You need to come in and confront the reality and deal with it instead of running away. Amen. Get rid of them. Repent. Ask God to show you what is wrong in my life, and ask God to forgive you and say, "Get rid of this demon from my life." Amen. Maybe some of you have a short temper, demons, very angry, easily angry, very annoyed. Everything just like this. You may need a demon to come out because you have short temper demons. Some people may have demon of dirty picture. You see dirty things in your mind. And you cannot get rid of them. Maybe bad dreams. Some of you may have bad dreams all the time. You need to get rid of that demon who torture you at night time, and you cannot sleep. Better to be clean. Amen. Before I perform a surgery, that I put in the paddle, the leads on the spinal cord, on the the body spinal cord to kill the pain. We call dorsal column stimulator. I tell my patient, the night before you come to the hospital, you need to clean your back with HepiClean. The morning before you show up, the same patient clean up again with HepiClean. 
You know why I say that? Because when you put the foreign body in, it's so easy to get infection. The body doesn't like foreign body. We don't see bacteria on the skin, but there are bacteria. So you wipe your back with hypocrine to kill all the bacteria the night before. Wake up the next morning, wipe again. So the time they come to the table, less bacteria. I wipe again with antiseptic, no bacteria. Then surgery is safe, no infection. The same thing when you come to the church. You don't see demon. You don't see what's going on inside you. But it's good to have a spiritual hypocrite. Just clean it out. Amen? Amen. Everyone say spiritual hypocrite. The file of God. Amen? Clean them up. Don't keep them. Get rid of them. Amen. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Hallelujah. Praise God. Mm. Father, Thank you so much, Lord, for teaching us tonight the way Jesus dealt with demons. Father, we want to remember tonight the parents have the honor, privilege, and responsibility to protect their children spiritually and to be the gatekeeper to God against evil spirit. And to welcome the glory into their home. Parents need to grow in faith. To exercise faith for their children, Father. We learn, Father, also. That we should not be ashamed to tell people of the compassion of God upon our life. That demons come out of us, Lord. We should not treat this subject. As a superstitious thing, as something that's so fearful, but we should confront the issue and deal with it, Lord. Father, thank you, Lord, that you sent us out to preach the gospel. We want all this scripture that we read a while ago to become real in our life. That we are sent out to preach the gospel in our workplace. In the school, on the bus, in the shopping mall, and we will not just go with the word of the gospel, but you anoint us with power to heal the sick and to set the captive free from demonic power, Father. Anoint all of us tonight, Lord. We thank you, Father, in Jesus' mighty name. Amen. Hallelujah. And if you want to be prayed for, come and sit in the front here. Thank you, Jesus. Move some chair.
you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Tonight, Father, set the captive free. Set the captive free. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Yeshua, Hamakia. Yeshua, the Christ, the Messiah, the Messiah. This power in the name of Jesus to bring every chains, bring every chains. Break every chains to break every chains, break every chains, break every chains. Jesus, there is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chains, break every chains. Break every chains to break every chains. Glory, break every chains. Break every glory, 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 glory. Tonight. The spirit of darkness cannot be here. You have to leave the temple of the spirit, the temple of God in this room, from everyone. Follow my prayer. We're gonna make ourselves ready to receive deliverance. Follow my prayer, dear Heavenly Father. Dear Heavenly Father, you are the good God. You are good God. You love me. You love me. You have compassion on me. You have compassion on me. I want to take the bread. Of your children, deliverance. Oh Lord, tonight I believe in my heart and confess with my mouth that Jesus is my Lord and my Savior. He was raised from the dead on the third day. He died for me. He paid for my sin. He took the curse on his body, and he gave me the blessing. I repent of my sin. I ask you, Lord, to forgive me of my sin. Oh, Father, I want to be set free. Whatever kind of demons, whatever kinds of demons, little one, little ones, 
big ones, big ones. the one that just come in lately, just come in lately. the one that follow me from young age, the one that follow me from young age. I don't want them. I don't want them. I want my body. I want my body to be the temple. To be the temple that hosts the glory of God. That hosts the glory of God. The money changer. The money changer. Or evil spirits. Or evil spirits must go. Must go. I forgive. I forgive everybody. Everybody who have offended me. Who have offended me. Hurt me. I let them go. I let them go because I forgive them. Because I forgive them. I am forgiven. I am forgiven by God. By God. I want to denounce the relationship. The relationship with any form of witchcraft. With any form of witchcraft. Fortune telling. Fortune telling. Any form of Demonic activities. In the form of demonic activities. In my life. In my life. I have no other gods. I have no other gods. Jesus. Jesus is the only God. Is the only God. The Father. The Father. And the Holy Spirit. And the Holy Spirit are my only God. Are my only God. Money is not my God. Money is not my God. Work is not my God. Work is not my God. Entertainment is not my God. Entertainment is not my God. I want to cut. I want to cut a relationship, relationship from any form of idols. Many forms of idols in my life. In my life. I want to be free. I want to be free tonight. Tonight. I come in the name of the Lord Jesus. I come in the name of Lord Jesus. The name that is above all names. The name that is above all names. And you say in the Bible. You say in the Bible. Those who call on the name, those who call on the name of the Lord, of the Lord, that name, that day, is Jesus Christ. Is Jesus Christ, the Messiah, the Messiah, shall be delivered. Shall be delivered. Shall be saved. Shall be saved. So tonight, so tonight, I call. I call. Jesus. Jesus. My God. My God. My Savior. My Savior. My Lord. My Lord, my deliverer, my deliverer, and demons, and demons must go, must go, must leave my mind, must leave my mind. Get away from my body, get away from my body. Any part of my body, any part of my body, you have to go, you have to go. In the name of Jesus, in the name of Jesus, right now, right now. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, Hallelujah! Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Break every chains. Break every chains. Break every chains. Cough them out. Break every chains, break every chains, fire! Break every chains, call them up. There is power. Be free in the name. Be free, of Jesus. Be free in the name of the Lord in Jesus. The name of Jesus. Be free right now. There is power. Call them up. In the name of Jesus. Call them up. Call them up. 
now. There is power in the name of Jesus. Go to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. In the name of Jesus. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Oh, break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Go, 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 go. There is power in the name of Jesus. The spirit of cancer cannot follow you from your mom and your dad. Go out right now in the name of Jesus. Break every chain. 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 Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. In the name of Jesus, you break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus, there is power in the name of Jesus. Fire. There is power in the name of Jesus. Be free to break every chains, break every chains, break every chains. Break every chains, break every chains. Break every chains, break every chains. Break every chains. In the name of Jesus, go right now. Break every chain. Be free right now break in the name of Jesus. Chains, break every c h a i n Fire! There is power. Generation of curse must be broken. In the name right of now Jesus. in Jesus' mighty name, go! There go! Power go! In, in the, the name, name of Jesus. Of Jesus! In the name of Jesus! Fire! There is power. Go! In go! The in the name of Jesus! In the name of Jesus! There is power. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. You break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Break every chain. You break every chain. Break every chain. There is power in the name of Jesus. Be free in the name of Jesus. Power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. To break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. You break every chain. 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 You break every chain. Break every chain. Break every chain. Be free. Be power. 
name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus. There is power in the name of Jesus to break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Break every chains, break every chains, break every chains, yeah. Break every chains, break every chains, break every chains. Break every chains, break every chains, break every chains. Break every chain, 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 oh Lord. You break every chain, 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 break every chain. Jesus, yeah, call them up. Fire power in fire. Jesus, fire in the name of Jesus. To break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. The destroyer, you break every chain, break every chain, break the stealer. Go. In the name of Jesus, be free. In the name of Jesus, you break every chain. Be free. In the name of Jesus, be free. Be free. Be free. In the name of Jesus, Lord, you break every chain. Be free. In the name of Jesus, you break every chain. Be set free. Be set free. Break every chain. Fire! Break every chain. Fire! 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 Be free. Be cleansed. Be holy. Be delivered. Break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. Lord, you break every chain, break every chain, break every chain. You break every chain. You break every chain. You break every chain. You break every chain. Break every chain. 
You may also visit our website online at www.NewHopeInternationalChurch.com. Thank you. 